Hi, this is Cassandra Lee Morris, and you're listening to the Annie Monday Podcast. Please enjoy your weekly dose of random anime. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome to our second year of the Annie Monday podcast Christmas special. Woo. We're going to kind of do the same thing that we did last year, which is we go through all of the shows that we were forced to watch this year. <laughs> and we look through the episode lists and see if they have a Christmas episode. And if so, we skip ahead to it and we watch it <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Yep. So we went through the whole list of shows that we watched this year and we found three that have official Christmas episodes. Yep. And we also discovered that Cardfight Vanguard <laughs> being some 400 episodes or something mm -hmm. also has at least one, mm -hmm. but not even remotely related to the season <laughs> that we watched. Yeah. There were whole different characters. We were very confused. Yeah, so we skipped that one, and uh, the shows that we ended up watching were Hinako Notes, Tribe Cool Crew, and Ninja Nonsense. Which was kind of surprising for how many episodes we've done this year, that there were so few yeah. Christmas episodes. You know, we we had at least like 20 episodes this year and to find three. <laughs> but um, I guess like the trend that we're seeing based on this year and previous year is that there is a kind of specific sort of anime series that has Christmas episodes dedicated to them. Yeah, unlike kind of our American media obsession with Christmas, the Japanese culture around Christmas tends to be very romantic in nature. So we've tended to find that shows that are predominantly about romance or maybe about like that high school kind of feeling, that tends to be the shows that have Christmas episodes. I'm also thinking that there seem to be quite a few anime films that are based at the time of Christmas or are vaguely Christmas-themed, uh, even thinking of, uh, you know, they're re-releasing Tokyo Godfathers right now, yeah, which is kind of Christmas-themed. Things like Wolf Children happen at Christmas. Mm -hmm. But these Christmas episodes were just kind of like the, these are fun shows about these kids that hang out, and they're going <laughs> to do Christmas stuff now. So do you want to talk about the first one that we watched, Hinako Note? Sure. Uh, a quick refresher on Hinako Note. This was a show about a girl who moves from the countryside into the big city, and she has this dream of becoming an actress, and she ends up living at like this cafe slash bed and breakfast kind of place where she hangs out with a bunch of her new high school friends, and she has this strange quirk where anytime she has to interact with human beings, she turns into a scarecrow. 
And a lot of this show is about like the drama troupe that they start and the plays that they put on for their local town and their school and stuff like that. And it's mostly about this group of girls bonding together and having friendships and the relationships that they have between each other. This is not a very long show. Uh, It's a total of 12 episodes. And so we watched a good third of the show. And what I enjoyed about this Christmas episode is that at the very end of it, because this is one of the last episodes of the whole show, uh, the main character, Hinako, starts like a flashback montage of (laughs) everything that happened in the entire series. Mm -hmm. So we didn't actually miss anything. (laughs) She's like, oh, remember when we put on that play and all of these things and when I did this and we learned this together and we became closer (laughs) friends. Yeah. This episode in particular wasn't just centered on Christmas. It was sort of over their winter break. So it encompassed both the Christmas holiday and New Year's. Um, New Year's probably being the bigger holiday that they celebrate in Japan. But a good chunk of this episode is focused on this Christmas skit that the girls are going to put on at the cafe. And it's pretty amusing because they just take every Christmassy thing and throw it all into one play. Yeah, they they start tossing around ideas of which uh, completely unrelated play they want to adapt into some weird hybrid like (laughs) Santa Claus reindeer kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There were suggestions of like Santa being in a relationship with a reindeer. I Very weird. (laughs) I was a little bit uncomfortable. Um, probably my favorite part of this episode is uh, something about the main character. On top of her turning into a scarecrow anytime she's socially uncomfortable, she talks a lot with animals. And so she recruits a real deer to be in the play. And it totally works. And there's just a deer. Like... <laughs> In their play because... Yeah, with no discernible role in the play, (laughs) just kind of there. And it was funny because when they first talk about having a reindeer, she's like, well, does it have to be a reindeer? Like, could it be a deer? Because I could probably get a deer. And everyone's like, what? I mean, sure, if you can do it. And then she did. And they're all like, well, okay, we're going to have a deer. Yeah, and the deer becomes the main attraction (laughs) that drives people to actually go see the play because... When they stand outside the restaurant trying to hand out flyers and things, all people care about are seeing the deer. Yeah, and it's real cute. All right. So the next show that we saw that had a Christmas-themed episode is Tribe Cool Crew. You want to give us a reminder on what that's all about? So Tribe Cool Crew is about mostly these two kids who are really into dancing and... They really want to be like their like pop idol who's kind of like the Michael Jackson figure of of this series. And they end up joining a already existing crew of these three of much older people. <laughs> I can't tell if they're teenagers or adults. It's really unclear. Um, but yes, older uh, individuals. And so they form this. Tribe Cool Crew is the name of their dance crew. Yeah, the name essentially being the combination of both of their individual groups. And so 
their whole mission and joining together is to be in this competition so that they can meet the idol and become just as famous as him. And the story that is unfolding when we uh, join them for this Christmas episode, which is like not even midway through the series, it's not really that much later than when we dropped off, uh, is that Kumo, who is the leader of the older group within this dance crew, uh, is kind of acting strangely. He keeps disappearing. He's showing up late for practices. And he says, sorry, I'm going to have to miss rehearsal on Christmas Eve and doesn't say why. And they become suspicious of him because, like you said, Christmas Eve is a romantic holiday in Japan. Yeah, it's like our Valentine's Day. And so they assume, oh, he must be uh, off like meeting his new girlfriend that mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so they end up following him around, being very invasive into his privacy. And it turns out that he's actually helping this preschool because their principal throughout his back. And so he's just kind of volunteering and helping them like do different chores or keeping the kids occupied. And so when they find out that he's helping at this preschool, they decide that they're going to, like, host their Christmas party. So they end up doing a dance number. Yeah. Any of the plot details were definitely in service of <laughs> let's get to a Christmas-themed dance scene here. Which it was hardly that. I think they still played the same song that they play, but maybe yeah. with some, like, jingle bells in it. This Well, uh, <laughs> not to say anything, because that's definitely what I did at the start of this episode. <laughs> But, yeah, they they use, like, snippets of kind of the main theme song for this show and then integrate it with a different style of music. And it all kind of, aside from the, the minor genre shifts, all kind of seems like the same music. You know, we're 10 episodes in now, and I'm still hearing the same songs that I've heard every time. Mm-hmm. Nothing about their dance actually feels Christmassy. Like, there's no, like, Christmas lyrics to it. They're not really dressed in any Christmas attire. They actually change out of their Christmas attire to get into their dance clothes. Yeah, and if you remember from our discussion on this show, basically what seems to be kind of the point of the show is that they have brought on really famous dancers from Japanese pop music in various styles and these well-known dancers are being, like, mo-capped to do these dance performances for this kid's show. And what we talked about is that you'll see the very sudden shift between the two animation styles. And literally what they did for this episode is they just threw up, like, a wild Christmas-themed background with, like, jingle bells and presents and Santa Clauses and all sorts of stuff in this crazy background, and they just kind of danced on top of that. This, to me, has the sort of diehard effect where it's an episode taking place at Christmas time and not so much about the idea of Christmas. It doesn't really talk about Christmas. Any of the plot that's going on doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas. It's trying to say something else entirely. The whole subplot has to do with, like, the kid 
trying to take attention for himself instead of like focusing on the people watching him. Right. And so if this didn't take place at Christmas time, it would just be any other episode. The main kind of story beat for this episode of Kumo, like the way that he he ends up in this situation is that he was trying out some different locations in town to practice his his dance moves and ends up in like a parking lot or something right next to the school. And all the kids are just staring at him through a gate. <laughs> yeah. And because they love his dancing and he's just generally a nice guy, uh, he ends up like really helping out this place and the kids love him. It's a it's a nice story. Yeah. And just ending it with like this weird kind of dance scene. <laughs> you know, I think this is kind of the problem we had with this show in general. Yeah, definitely. So the last show that we watched was Ninja Nonsense. Yeah, if you remember anything about Ninja Nonsense, this is a show about about Shinobu who is learning to be a ninja. And as it turns out, the ninja program that she is part of is kind of not real. <laughs> Shady, at least. It's run by this weird, yellow, smiley face kind of looking creature named Onsakumaru, mm-hmm. who's basically a pervert (laughs) and can form himself into a weird large bicep humanoid creature thing Mm -hmm. and knows nothing about being a ninja. Yep. And this school that he is the master at is also full of like generic no-name ninjas. (laughs) And Shinobu meets Kaide, who is a normal schoolgirl who they become friends and Kaide basically tells Shinobu, you know this isn't normal, right? Like (laughs) none of this is real or normal. Mm -hmm. And uh, that happens again in this episode when Kaide gets an invitation to a party at the ninja school and she thinks because it's on Christmas Eve that it must be a Christmas party. But it turns out that Shinobu and um, all the ninjas and Nsakumaru don't really know anything about Christmas. And so Kaide kind of tries to introduce them to the concept and what it means to have a Christmas party. Yeah, and for the most part, it's kind of this heartwarming kind of moment of them trying to understand what she's saying and then... Onsagamaru really looks at the materialistic part of Christmas and tries to do that. And everyone else starts to understand what the real meaning of Christmas is. And it's just kind of this like, oh, we had this nice bonding moment. We got to share presents and talk about how much we like each other. Isn't that nice? And the show still continues its tradition of dirty humor and all of that kind of thing. This one seemed a little less than the episodes that we had watched. For sure. The thing that I think we didn't necessarily talk about when we were covering the show is that each episode is actually two half episodes. So this Christmas episode is really half the length of a regular show. Yeah, like 10 minutes tops. So there isn't a whole lot to say about it because it was just this one section that Happen. So it's this short 10-minute little story about 
them experiencing Christmas, and then they move on to something totally unrelated. Yep. Of all the shows we watched this year, uh, those are kind of the Christmas episodes. I would also mention, in addition to the things that we watched for Annie Monday, we did see a couple other Christmas episodes. <laughs> yeah. At some point during the year, we watched both K-On! and Toradora, both of which have sort of iconic Christmas episodes, especially Toradora. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so, you know, we did have some other Christmas episodes that we watched, and, and I think we enjoyed those quite a bit, too. Yeah, definitely. So while this year didn't have as many episodes as I think I probably would have, have liked to see, I was actually pleasantly surprised by the episodes that we did watch, that they were fun and cute and even shows that we decided we didn't want to watch any more of. Their Christmas episodes weren't half bad, so that was cool. Yeah, I think we discovered sort of the same thing last year when even a show like Miss Machiko had a relatively nice, pleasant <laughs> Christmas episode. And yeah. uh, on a show that we didn't necessarily like, maybe because its form of humor was not our flavor. Uh, I think they tone it back on these Christmas episodes in a way that I do appreciate sometimes. While this was a shorter episode than usual, we're both really glad that you spent your Christmas with us. Yeah, it's been uh, a lot of fun this year uh, in our second year of Annie Monday, and we're looking forward to this upcoming year and uh, seeing what comes next. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to learn more about our show, you can visit our website at annamonday.moe. That's annamonday.moe. You can send us questions and comments to podcast at annamonday.moe. And you can find us on our Facebook and Twitter. Our username is annamondaycast, and you can find links for that on our website. Thank you so much to Crunchyroll for the random button, which produces these wonderful and wonderfully terrible results. And uh, hopefully we'll find some more Christmas episodes this next year. Uh, thank you also to C2A for providing the intro and outro music for our show, which come from the Senpai EPs that are available on his Bandcamp and other places you find streaming music. And finally, thanks to you, the listener, for uh, <laughs> sticking with us this year. It's been a real blast. Yeah. All right. Well, we already have our role. Yeah. Look forward to 2020 JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and thank you for joining us today, and uh, we hope you have a great Christmas and Happy New Year, and uh, go get some KFC on Christmas Day. <laughs> we have not talked about that enough. All right, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye. about not having any notes uh -huh. is that I will not know any of the characters' names. <laughs> yeah. can always open up our old notes on those.
Mm-hmm. Things. 